0: I was thinking a little bit about uh the the topic of Manchurian candidate. A friend of mine brought this topic up the other day and, and actually I've been hearing this this word come up in the news from time to time. And I heard I heard it referring to Joe Biden as our imposter in chief. No surprise, huh? Yeah, absolutely. Now, according to Dictionary.com, a Maturian candidate is a person, especially a politician, being used as a puppet by an enemy power. The term is commonly used to indicate disloyalty or corruption, whether intentional or unintentional. This was also the name of a book from 1959 that was later made into a movie starring Frank Sinatra. I'm not sure how many of you guys saw that. A remake of this movie starring Denzel Washington in 2004 was also made in which a U.S. representative and vice presidential candidate could be mind-controlled by nanotechnology. In the crazy world we live in today, in which reality seems to be totally upside down for a lot of people, it kind of makes me wonder, is this decrepit shell of a person really in charge of anything? Uh, Most people don't think so. This person that just the other day aimlessly wandered off after presenting the Medal of Honor to a military veteran. Everyone everyone in the room was confused. I watched the video, and it's like the news people that were hanging around there, they were all like, huh, what, 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 where's he going, going going where's he going, (laughs) you know. Um, Of course, uh, his uh, press secretary, why do I forget her first name right now? Because uh, she, she's very forgettable. I, I, I know. Pierre. <laughs> Jean-Claude Pierre. That's what yeah. I call her. Anyway, so she was making excuses saying, oh, well, that was all planned. That was all planned. Of because, you know, it's the COVID. You know, they're, they're still playing that card. I mean, I, it kind of makes me wonder when that card is ever going to get completely played out. Kind of like racist. I mean, everybody's a racist now, so nobody cares anymore. But... But they're, here he's standing up there, right in front of the guy, without a mask, talking to him. And it's like, well, he was wearing a mask before that, and he put on a mask after that. Oh, it's like, this is such an intelligent, selective disease. It's like, oh, during that time he was up there breathing on the guy, it's like, well, there wasn't any danger then, mm-hmm. you know. I, this is ridiculousness. I mean, people, have you not figured this out yet how much nonsense this is? Well, you know, I think before before people like us started speaking out about it, they noticed that even the regular channels, I mean, I think MSNC whatever I don't even watch those M S D N C Yeah. They even made a remark like yeah, this is insanity what they're doing with the COVID. They're just and and who who is Actually going around, picking up all these virants and stuff to start spreading all these. Oh, we're going to talk about that. Yeah. So so the leftists tried to make the case that President Trump should be removed from office because he lacked his mental faculties. <laughs> <laughs> did, did any of you ever see any evidence to support, support such claims? None. None. Why are they not trying to make the same case against Joe Biden? The answer is simple. They're liars and it's all about politics. Now the same bunch is colluding in what I have called political racketeering. I'm surprised nobody else has stole that term from me yet. I'm the first friend that's used it. A bunch of corrupt DAs across the country are conspiring together to make people believe Donald Trump is a criminal. They're even going after his former attorney, Rudy Giuliani, once referred to as America's mayor. Remember that? During 9-11, he was a hero. Or, you know, managing the situation in New York City. But no, that's all been forgotten. The lie that these political criminals are trying to make everyone believe is that Donald Trump is not eligible to run for president. Let me remind everyone what the U.S. Constitution says about who can run for president. There are only three stipulations for anyone wanting to run for president, and they are. And this is in the Constitution. Be a natural-born citizen of the United States. Be at least 35 years old. Have been a resident of the United States for 14 years. That's it. There was a time historically in America when any person of questionable character would have been vetted by the American people to be their president. But that time is long past. I'm not saying that all the men who were elected to office were squeaky clean, which they definitely were not. I think we remember how uh, John F. Kennedy used to gallivant around with all kinds of different women all the time, and everybody just kind of overlooked that. He even dated Marilyn Monroe. However, they had to appear that way. It's all about appearance. No matter how many charges are brought against President Trump by the criminal left and the right, he can run and even win the presidency again in 2024, despite what your fake news tells you, Even from a jail cell. We have become an American people who are like dogs chasing our own tails. While we're running in circles, those who really pull the strings of power are preparing and implementing their consolidation of power. I've been telling you for quite some time now that politicians are middle-level players at best in our power structure. Those who control the money control everything, period. And I'm talking about the private families who own the world banks. John F. Kennedy, Richard M. Nixon, and Donald Trump all found out what happens to any president who goes against the entrenched establishment. I believe with all of my heart that only the only pathways to power <clears throat> in this world, with a few exceptions, are for a person to be someone that can be easily bought or easily compromised. There are reasons why people who make per year as a U.S. representative have financial wealth in the tens of millions of dollars after being in office for a while, and why they never want to leave. The power and money is so intoxicating that they will sacrifice their entire life and disregard their family to stay in office literally until it kills them. Look at some recent examples. Mitch McConnell can barely focus anymore. Dianne Feinstein, in a wheelchair, isn't even aware of where she is anymore. Nancy Pelosi doesn't even seem concerned that her husband was nearly killed, yet these people stay in office. There are only nine nations that are not members of the World Bank. And they are Andorra, Cuba, Liechtenstein, Monaco, North Korea, Taiwan, Palestine, Vatican City, and Kosovo. Every other country on earth gets their money from the world banks and the few families that own these banks. When politicians talk about borrowing money from other countries, they are really just talking about trading of resources because almost all countries get loans from the same banks. If what I'm telling you doesn't resonate and you how this really works, then future understanding by you is futile. President Kennedy said in a speech given in 1963 that we face a monolithic worldwide conspiracy, and many people call this the speech that killed Kennedy. Kennedy was talking about the power of money, and he said in the same speech that it relies on covet means to increase its sphere of influence. When Hitler came to power in 1931, Germany was bankrupt. World War I just wipes them out. And I've mentioned that before on previous shows. Had had almost no resources like oil or other minerals in which to recover from this bankruptcy. Yet by 1938, only seven years later, they had built the world's largest military. They simply were provided with the money and resources needed to wage war and commit genocide by the same world banks that supplied England, the USA, and every other nation involved on both sides of the war. These people constitute an almost invisible world shadow government. Kind of makes you think about, aren't, don't the world banks probably love wars? Because they're financing both sides. We're given the illusion that our nation is different from our other countries for the purpose of maintaining control. Right now, we borrow money from world banks to give weapons to Ukraine and fight Russia while Russia borrows money from the same banks for the weapons needed to fight Ukraine. This war would end today if these banks refused to fund it. Give me control of a nation's money supply, and I care not who makes its laws. So said Mayor Amschel Rothschild, founder of the Rothschild Banking Dynasty. The fraying of the ropes of our illusionary freedoms is transpiring right before our eyes. And if anyone doesn't see it, then they are simply refusing to see it. Anyone who claims to have an understanding of anything transpiring in our world today based on the knowledge they gleaned by watching so-called news outlets such as CBS, CNN, and MSNBC has willfully joined the growing army of answering imbeciles. All of our mainstream news programs, including Fox, have nothing that you need. I told you some time back that the war transpiring in Eastern Europe was nothing like what you're being told, and that Ukraine would get their butts handed to them. And that is what is exactly happening, although we're not being told that. America and the Western world are being systematically destroyed. And this destruction is just another piece of the game being played against all of the world's people, A giant worldwide financial balloon is ready to pop, and all the real wealth is gone. As a result, those responsible must cause death and mayhem on a truly biblical scale in order to maintain control. Remember how Trump used to always say at the end of his speeches that he would make America wealthy again? He knew what he was talking about. Many more plagues are coming our way, as well as famine and wars. The bad thing is that all, it's all preventable, and it's artificially constructed. Everyone just needs to wake up and see the world for how it really is. All of this can be stopped. I'll conclude with a couple of verses from Job nine twenty-three to 24 that I believe refer to the times we're currently living in. If the scourge slay suddenly... He will laugh at the trial of the innocent. The earth is given into the hand of the wicked. He covereth the faces of the judges thereof. If not, where and who is he?